Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I'm Tyrus. I'm Liz Clayman. I'm Greg Jarrett. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022, I'm Evan Brown. A world watches, demands answers, enforces sanctions on Russia, which continues an onslaught in Ukraine, but they're nowhere closer to controlling the country they thought they'd conquer. Initial intelligence reports following the invasion is that the Russian forces would roll into the capital in two or three days, decapitate the government, and take over the country. That has not happened yet. This is the Fox News Rundown, War in Ukraine. Sick of the one-size-fits-all method when it comes to healthcare, especially when it comes to your ED treatment? Well, good news. Now you've got options with Hims. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatments such as chewable mints, brand-name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for less. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance is needed. If ED is getting you down, it's time to join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com rundown. That's H-I-M-S.com rundown for your personalized ED treatment option. Hims.com slash rundown. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. The fighting continues in Ukraine even when Russian forces aren't moving ahead into the country's big cities. The capital of Kiev, originally forecast to fall to Russian hands within hours, if not days, is still under Ukrainian control. And there is a lot for which Ukrainian fighters can be proud tonight. Well, the big news here in Ukraine is Putin's stalled offensive on the capital, Kiev. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson has been reporting all this time from Lviv. He again tells us what he sees how the Ukrainians fight back, and how the Russians may not have their hearts in this. This three-mile-long convoy they keep hearing, although some people think it stretches 40 miles, have a hard time believing that's the case. But this miles-long convoy just appears to be moving as slow as, like, one knot, it feels like. Uh, That being said, there's no question Ukrainian resistance is a big part of the reason the convoy is not moving forward. In fact, depending on Press Secretary John Kirby, just gave credit Ukrainians in a press conference that wrapped a short time ago. Uh, elsewhere, Ukraine's second largest city is still under bombardment, as well as Mariupol to the southeast, uh, Russian shelling, killing women, children. It's just horrific for some of the people on the ground. Ukrainians claim there's been 2,000 civilian casualties. The United Nations can only confirm about 150 of those. 
but of course that's still 150 way too many and it includes children as well so it's just horrific we're getting reports that the russians are running low on their guided munitions and they're now resorting to dumb bombs and you know what that means it just means that civilian casualties go way up a lot of people have been comparing this russian offensive to their their actions in syria uh, Many officials I've spoken to compare it to Grozny in Chechnya and just this, the idea that you would just open fire and bombard apartment buildings and just really just showing terror for the people on the ground. Uh, the Russians have now launched over 450 missiles into Ukraine. Uh, again, some of those are guided. Some of those missiles are way off the mark and not hitting their targets. Of course, the Russian military does not use our GPS, that blue dot in your iPhone, is courtesy of the U.S. military, and the U.S. military is dependent on, on guided munitions. Uh, the Russian military, not so much. And you're also hearing cases and reports of Russian units running low on food. The morale is terrible. Keep in mind that a third of these 150,000 Russian forces that are invading this country are conscripts. Uh, many, uh, of course, did not volunteer. They were forced into service. Many weren't even told they were going to be invading Ukraine. And that's another big issue here is, is Putin gave this order, and many of the lower-ranking officers and enlisted men did not know that this invasion was going to go forward. A lot of the officials are pointing out, is that why uh, this has been so? It feels now just haphazard. Of course, the Russians don't fight at night. You don't see any night vision goggles on any of these Russian soldiers. Uh, the casualty figures are becoming astounding. The Russians, for the very first time Wednesday, the Russians put out their first casualty figures. 498 killed in action, 1,500 wounded. The U.S. military thinks that number of killed could be about four times higher, could be closer to 2,000. So you think of an invasion that's less than a week old, that's pretty astounding. Uh, whether it's 500 or 2,000 dead Russian soldiers, uh, that's pretty incredible. And those those dead Russian soldiers would be at the hands of Ukrainian resistors at this point. I mean, th- th- this is a war, and the Ukrainians do appear to be giving them a run for their money, so to speak. And, and so uh, th- that's an incredibly high casualty count for an invading force, which had been really believed to be vastly superior, and in many ways is vastly superior. There's no question. Remember, the initial intelligence reports following the invasion is that the Russian forces would roll into the capital in two or three days, you know, decapitate the government and take over the country. That has not happened yet. Right now, the Russians control uh, the U.S. government doesn't think the Russians control any major cities. Right now, five are surrounded. There's no question there are major battles going on. There's uh, a city just north of Crimea on the Black Sea around the Dnieper River that is a very strategic port. That is contested. Of course, Mariupol, Kharkiv, and, and the capital, Kiev, are, are all contested uh, cities right now. There's a lot of serious fighting going on. You know, let's not forget that American-made Javelin anti-tank missiles and portable Stinger anti-aircraft missiles are making a difference on the battlefield. Those weapons continue to pour in from all over the country. Now, keep in mind, there are no flights in this country, so it appears that these weapons are going to come over ground. And there's no question the, the Russians would like to cut off that supply line. Um, the uh, the discussion of bringing weapons in by ground is is certainly frightening because it does make things so much more difficult. But uh, as those weapons might be coming in, so many Ukrainian nationals are trying to leave. And uh, there have been some some counts that there could be 900,000 or more Ukrainian citizens who have already 
left or or in the process of leaving that that's a staggeringly high number of people uh leading to really a refugee problem um can you tell us more about that have been about 200,000 people are flooding out of this country a day the latest figures from the united nations are that 874,000 people have fled this country this is a refugee crisis for those who are staying behind they're they're choosing to fight often this is these are the the men but certainly the women too have said that they will do what they need to do to defend their uh, their country, their their homeland. Um, one of the things that won't happen, and I think it's been laid out in no uncertain terms at this point, is that there will be no um, no fly zone, at least not one that will be patrolled by NATO or the U.S. Uh, how do the that Ukrainians? That would be an act of war, Evan. Just yeah, be very clear. Yeah, let's be clear everybody. about that. That yeah. would be an act of war. Now, let's be very clear about what that means, because I think the term gets thrown out there the way sanctions get thrown out there, like, oh, this is another level of escalation. A no-fly zone would be an act of war. The U.S. government is not ordering U.S. F-15s, F-35 Joint Strike Fighters to be shooting down Russian aircraft. That's what a no-fly zone is. To maintain a no-fly zone, you have to be willing to enforce it. You enforce it from no-fly zone by shooting down Russian jets. That is not happening. Not with a nuclear nation with about 5,000 nuclear warheads. That is off the table. Correct. It, it is off the table because it would it, it would obviously bring about escalation that we don't want. Uh, but was were it the, would bring the you would bring the U.S. at war with Russia. Correct. Were the Ukrainians expecting one? However, I mean, it, there seems to be a, a constant request by them, at least in the in the media uh, and through their social media, that uh, where you know bring on the no fly zone kind of thing. It, is, was there a, a real belief that that was going to happen? The Ukrainians want a no-fly zone because they think it will prevent them from being killed. So you can understand from their perspective, they want all they can. They know that U.S. soldiers are not going to be arriving into Ukraine to defend them. They know that. So instead, they want anything else they can get. They want sophisticated surface-to-air missiles. They want the Patriot air defense system. They want the FAD batteries to be able to knock out the short-range ballistic missiles. They think a no-fly zone would help free them from Russian jets flying overhead. Again, I just cannot overemphasize this enough that enforcing a no-fly zone would be an act of war. The U.S. Air Force is not going to start shooting down Russian jets over Ukraine. As tragic as that uh, may sound that the U.S. is sitting it out, there's no way that the Biden administration is going to change its mind on that one. no fly zone is an act of war, and that is not happening and is not even under consideration. You've been hearing Fox News correspondent Lucas Tomlinson once again reporting from Lviv, Ukraine, on the Fox News rundown War in Ukraine. We'll have more straight ahead. Do you use oxygen therapy to breathe? If you've been prescribed oxygen, you know the problems that come with it when you're tied to an oxygen tank or concentrator. Going out of the house is a burden and nobody likes to be stuck inside alone. Now you can live life on the go with a lightweight Inogen portable oxygen concentrator. Inogen is oxygen therapy that moves with you. Travel around the corner or on board an aircraft with an Inogen portable oxygen concentrator that provides the medical grade oxygen your doctor prescribes 
describes in a device that weighs less than five pounds. Inogen's longest lasting device delivers 12 hours of oxygen on a single battery charge. Call now to speak with an Inogen oxygen specialist and learn how you can try an Inogen risk-free for 30 days. Give us a call right now, 1-800-245-9878. Don't manage a heavy tank when you leave the house. With Inogen, you can get the oxygen you need with a system that's so small and light, it goes almost anywhere. Learn how you can experience an Inogen system for yourself risk-free. Call now, 1-800-245-9878. Inogen devices are by prescription only. Battery run times vary by device and setting usage. Terms and conditions apply. For safety information, visit Inogen.com. So what uh, what do these folks in Ukraine look to do these next couple of days? There's this talk of, a, of another planned uh, discussion between Russia and Ukrainians uh, with regard to uh, a possible ceasefire. It seems to me that the ceasefire could happen quite easily. Russia could simply stop doing what they're doing. But uh, but yet they'll go talk about it, won't they? Well, Evan, Russia can talk and war at the same time, and they have a long history of doing it. So it's no surprise that they want to hold talks. They've already held one round on the border. Notice those are with envoys that was not at the presidential level. This is the Russian playbook, is to launch these kind of invasions, launch these kind of hostilities, and then quickly offer the talk. But make no mistake, there's no ceasefire while this happens. Both sides are still far apart. Putin wants to go all the way. He is not sending forces in here just to, after a few weeks, say, never mind and go home. Perhaps as the sanction ladder rises up, he could change his mind. We certainly will look for that. But uh, right now, there's no indications Russia's stopped this offensive. By the way, one thing about Ukrainians and fighting, the military-aged males, some of them are choosing to fight. Some of them are being ordered to fight. If you're a male in this country now between the ages of 18 and 60, you are forbidden from leaving the country. That's a presidential decree from Zelensky ordering all military-age males to pick up a weapon and fight. So these refugees that are flooding out of the country are all women and children. There's been some tragic stories about single fathers with children having to give their children up to complete strangers to take them out of the country just because they have to fight and they cannot leave their child home alone. So that's part of the tragedy right now. Uh, but it's also part of the heroism is that so many Ukrainians are fighting hard and, and, and viciously and destroying the Russians' forces at times with American and European weapons. There's no question it's turning the tide. Just as an example, back in 2014 when the Russians invaded Crimea and eastern Ukraine in the Donbass, Ukrainian forces were launching RPGs at these tanks, and they were just bouncing right off them. They had very little effect. Today, these javelins are destroying Russian armor and killing Russian soldiers, and there's no question it's making a difference in the battlefield. The fact that the Russians themselves admitted that they've lost about 500 soldiers dead and 1,500 wounded, by the way, no exact injuries is unknown, but certainly a vast majority of those, I'm sure, are not returning to the battlefield. That's a big win for the Ukrainians, and of course you've got to ask, how long can the Russians keep this up? Now, remember their experience in Afghanistan. The Russians in the 1980s lost 15,000 soldiers. And when they returned home, the government did not tell their family what happened. They just very mysteriously said, your son died doing his international duty. Something very similar is happening today. Uh, even in this era of social media, uh, many of these soldiers, the Russian soldiers, did not know where they were being sent and that there's certainly indications that's why morale is so low. 
and also why this offensive looks so haphazard. Lucas Tomlinson reporting from Lviv, Ukraine. Thank you again for being with us on the Fox News Rundown, War in Ukraine. My pleasure, Evan. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.